what we're gonna do at 50 percent. Yeah, it was yeah, Steve Miller and friends, and I was like, and everybody was dropping out on Steve, and I was like, I'll keep. I'm, I'm already at a high risk situation working at the hotel, so I'm, you I'm, know, what's what's I'm putting eight feet between me and somebody now. That's fine. I won't congratulate them afterwards, or I'll make sure they don't like me and want to shake my hand. That's fine. <laughs> right. But uh, but yeah, and then the day of all the shit came out about you know no. Alcohol sold, food restaurants have to close, only do to go, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, so this is over, right? Like, we're not doing the show now, right? right. This is, and it's the right thing to do, is not do the show. <laughs> I get I'm being dumb doing the show. And I'm real dumb, because my husband has cancer. I should not be trying, he's like, oh god, he's yeah. like, I survived cancer, are you trying to kill me with COVID? I'm like, I am. Right. <laughs> I don't know what else to tell you. I'm yeah. making dumb decisions for the both of us. You're like, honey, I love you. <laughs> However. I hit, re- I, by the way, I hit record when you started telling that story, so we can, <laughs> we can start from here, or we can cut it. And, uh, well, so how about this? That's what so, we're called. So how about this? Uh, uh, we are broadcasting from the future today. Right. Normally we bank our episodes and release them later, but there's only one topic anyone's going to be talking about <laughs> right. today on March 22nd. Right. So, uh... 2020. The next episode that we are supposed to release is 16. We have enough for episode 20. So when this one comes out, I'm going to release it either today or tomorrow, it will be episode 21 when it comes out. Right. That's amazing. <laughs> so... What you'll see on our website, on Podbean, or wherever you get us, you'll see episode 15, episode 21, and then episode 16, 17, 18, 19. That's the only way to do this. There's absolutely no reason not to release this immediately. Because what the fuck else is anyone going to be talking about? Yeah, I mean, so how What's about... What's the deal with shoelaces, right, guys? Uh, I mean, so how about this? The apocalypse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've already decided. I don't know... You would have no way of knowing this. Oh, by the way, who are you? Oh, hi. I'm Jeff Klein. I'm Alan Dempsey. And I'm Rafiq Shaheen. So, Rafiq, I think, knows this about me. Jeff, you would have no way of knowing this. But when the uh, people who died of COVID pop back up and start getting all bitey, yeah. that's when I go full bullet in the head, no questions. I'm not even waiting to see what happens. <laughs> I assumed that about you. I wouldn't say I knew it, but I definitely assumed I don't want anti-zombie. Fucking, I assumed I, that the whole no time. No fucking part of that whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> no interest in that shit. Yeah, like, I'm just checking out early. Yeah, right? dude, like, you the guys. minute a drooly guy is banging on this <laughs> stick. See you later, boys. Right. I'm going to call everyone, tell them I love them, and I'm out. Right. It's over. <laughs> on a side note, I I've been there before because, and this is a very insensitive story, so you're welcome. Um, I, uh, we had a, a dog pass away, standard poodle, big dog pass away many, many years ago. Great dog. Died in my husband's arms. Very sad. Mm-hmm. I told you, insensitive story. Uh, as I'm still at work, not leaving work to console him because I'm a good person, um, <laughs> I tell him, I was like, listen, when I get home, we'll dig a grave, we'll take care of it, just, it's fine. And then he was like, yes. Uh, I'm I'm pretty sure she died because you know sometimes poodles just have seizures, um, and I was like, I don't, I don't know how to put this nicely, honey, but I'm gonna need you to make sure she's dead because last thing I want to do is bury a dog after I get off work and then wake up in the morning and that dog's at the door. I don't do zombie dogs like that's going to be a problem for me. If you okay, so you know it's really good in a relationship to know your boundaries. <laughs> just. That is that weird thing. How do you make sure? That, and I was like, I don't, there's no way, to, and I hate that I got this from South Park. I was like, there's no way, but I mean, you know, South Park taught us when somebody dies, they excavate their bowels. And he was like, oh yeah, she's dead. And I was like, well, A, now I'm sad for you because you got to clean the kitchen floor. And B, uh, that's a really right. bum. There's like, no good. Like, when your dog shits on the floor, it's never, like, fun to clean, but that's, like, the worst cleaning up oh. dog shit off the floor. Although, silver lining, the last time you'll have to do it for well, a dog. I mean, silver lining. Until your replacement dog shows yeah. up. Right. If, if you think, okay, let me, let's put this in order since we're talking about dead dogs right now, right? Conceptually, which is worse, dead zombie dog? Or dead ghost dog. Because my oh, sister... Wait, 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 wait. Back up. I'm a little confused. Well, there's no such thing as an alive ghost dog. Yeah, that that, uh, that's what fucked me up. Yeah, it, it was the... Zombie dog, we assume it's dead. Ghost dog, we assume it's dead. 
And right. I ain't talking about the way of the samurai. Oh. 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 Do you guys hear my bow ties? Yeah, thing? yeah, I, I can hear that. Just a little bit. Just don't spin it too fast. Okay. Take it off. <laughs> okay, because my mom and my sister swear they're being haunted by the ghost of Mika. My sister oh, was dead dog. All right. So I don't know which would be worse, right? Because zombie dog, you're like, oh, it's a physical entity. Like, you can do something about That's where this. I'm at. You can kick a zombie dog. You right. can't kick ghost dog. Right. Ghost dog just sort of hangs around. You're going to pull a hammy. I got, I got a lot of questions. Okay, <laughs> so... Is zombie dog biting people and turning people into zombies, or does zombie dog only bite other dogs to turn those <laughs> yeah, dogs yeah. into zombies? So wait, it's, it's a zombie apocalypse localized for dogs. For dogs. Species-specific <laughs> apocalypse. How many times in a Romero movie do the zombies go after dogs? That's they only true. go after people. And to be fair, the World Health Organization has cleared <laughs> that all dogs cannot get COVID. So, it is species-specific zombieism. The dogs will inherit the earth. (laughs) We know that all dogs go to hell. Right. Yes. Um, Other than tormented, ripped, and still have unfinished business ghost dogs. So, when she told me, I was so confused. Because, again, like, immediately the comedian (laughs) in me was like, all dogs go to heaven, so what the fuck did Mika do? Like, (laughs) that got her trapped here. Right? And then, on the other half, I was like, well, what if that's not true? What if all dogs don't go to heaven, right? Do only baptized dogs go to heaven? Like, so I like how there's question. definitely a lie in there. Either all dogs don't go to heaven, or Mika wasn't really a dog right. this whole time. Well, even, in the concept, <laughs> even in the context of that movie, now it's been a while, but isn't the whole point of the film, like, there's an evil dog that's trying to, like, drag them into dog hell at some point? Yeah. So Probably you, you lied to me in, on my way into the theater. <laughs> <laughs> that's not what this movie's about. <laughs> to be fair, that dog was stuck on Earth for a while. Th- I mean, that's true. Just so, sort of hanging out. All right. So, huh. It's it's a leap when someone says the ghost of my whatever granddad <laughs> cousin whoever that's already I'm like oh did they okay <laughs> but then it's like your fucking dog came back I'm sure somebody in the family died you could attribute all those oh, things yeah. to my brother died <laughs> <laughs> there that, you go. that was the third thing that came up because they're like. Oh, the ghost of Mika's hanging around. I was like, really? She's hanging around? Not your dead son, but the dog. <laughs> he just wants to go out. <laughs> he doesn't know how to get into the yard. Now, it took Patrick Swayze a long time to learn how to walk through doors, and it freaked him out the first time. It's true. That, oh, and that's that somebody who can cognitively true. think. Imagine a dog. Great. Yeah. So He's got to run into a gruff dog on the right. subway to teach him how to do things <laughs> and get into a fight. I mean, there's a lot. Can so, dogs do pottery? Get away from my fire hydrant. So, so you're telling me the ghosts of my brother just hang out lost in an African jungle somewhere. You're like, where the fuck is <laughs> I'm really trying to haunt people. <laughs> right. It's like, I'm... It's like, I don't even know where they went, dude. Like, I was here one moment, and then they were gone. Like. Now, with the apocalypse coming, I have a question. Yes. Um, I haven't checked my calendar recently. Did anybody get a calendar invite for when the Purge actually starts? Oh, yeah, I saw because that. Well, now, Purge, that was a different thing. I've already <laughs> started killing people for toiletries. I'm just wondering... <laughs> Am I early? Am I pre-purge? I, I, where, I think you've got your purge and your Mad Max mixed. Where do we stick? Because right. purge, like purge is government. Purge is government mandated. Go fucking bananas for one night. Right. Right. And that was because they felt if we people if people get violence out of their systems, they won't be violent. Right. Mad Max is things just started going to shit. Fair. And fair. got worse and worse <laughs> and worse. <laughs> Do we have a Hunger Games for toilet paper yet? Where are we at on that one? I, I now, feel... that's more likely. No, that's fair. Because we could definitely broadcast the Hunger Games on YouTube. <laughs> right. So we've got the technology and the bro- and we're definitely blood hungry enough to watch that shit. That... We have all the reasons then. We yeah, have yeah. a lot of hungry and technology. What more do we need? Yeah, all right. So there, there's a fucked up uh, comic book that I've been reading called uh, Dead Tube. Where the whole premise is basically so, like a bunch of serial killers create their own version of YouTube, 
And basically, it's like they're competing to see who gets the most views on That's their video. Great. That's amazing. <laughs> so, have, have you? I mean, have you heard the the poor uh, work situation of the people at YouTube, the, like the high suicide rates and so on of the screeners? Oh you know, my goodness! For a second, I thought you were are, just talking about right do, now. No, there are like, not right now. Not with COVID. <laughs> just before the apocalypse, people wanted to kill themselves. Um, because there's a screeners. There's just rooms full of screeners for YouTube to make sure inappropriate content does not make it on. Okay. So imagine what makes it on. Imagine what people try to get on there. And then these people have to watch all of them. Right. And oh. they watch the Don't Fuck With Cats guy killing cats. They watch all of these videos day in, day out, day in, snuff film, day out, cat snuff film. Ghost dogs, all of it. Yeah, and to a point that, like, I like how you said snuff film and then cat snuff film. Well, species specific. Yeah. Right. Um, like cat, like we're gonna have to flash this. So no spe- cat. You know, no. you're so specious. Right. Murder is murder. No, no cat's gonna want to watch this video. If like, nobody else was <laughs> masturbating during "Don't Fuck with Cats," I don't know what my problem is. All right, it was a snuff film. That's why I was hard. Um, is that right? That got yeah, weird. Right, right. That's where we got there. No, we're but um. But yeah, so this is all actual job people have, and like the the lifespan of the job, like you can't do it for more than like six months or something like that, I because feel- it's just you're being hammered is with the like, worst of the internet. Is that like within the contract? You are no, I don't know. It's not. It's just people burn out on it oh, yeah, yeah. so fast, which I can't even imagine. Like here's the worst of the internet. And it's your job to watch all of it. I mean, do you have to sit and watch the whole video as soon as the knife, <laughs> like as soon as the knife comes out? Can't you go like, oh, yeah, I think we're good. Uh, I don't right, yeah. You should be able to like penis, no, knife, yeah, no, right. gun, no, penis, no. Why so many penises? <laughs> penis knife, no. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's, it's my Swiss Army penis. Whoa, whoa. Just because it looks like a corkscrew right. does not make it a Swiss Army penis. It's very duck-like. <laughs> Yeah, I don't want to go Mad Max. I'll tell you what, though, guys. I uh, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna do something that I was thinking about doing on stage right now. Right. Okay. So I was gonna I was actually gonna try to say it as if it was like a conversation. And then I realized that was shitty. Um, <laughs> this is a, a okay. I haven't been on stage in years. Ran into Maloney, and she was like, "I'm doing a show in May. You got a spot." Nice. And then right after that, I got my heart broken. So I was like, well, it's time. And then right after that, the zombie apocalypse happened. So I won't be doing comedy again for a while. Right. So this was the joke that I came up with today. It was like, it's really, really comforting to get all of these emails from all these corporations. Because I can't tell you how many times I've lied awake at night thinking, oh, God, is Advanced Auto Parts going to be there for me in my time of crisis? (laughs) That's fair. Does Subaru care? They do. Okay. And I know that because of the email right. that I But you, you know who doesn't care? Kmart. And that's why they're going out of fucking business. Yeah. <laughs> my, tag, my tag was going to be, uh, ah, fuck, I already forgot it. Oh, I was going to rely on family and friends. But, you know, I think I'm going to turn to Zales Jewelers <laughs> for my comfort. They reached out more than your family right. has. So, really. I can really talk to Bob. He's a great salesman. <laughs> So here's a question since we're talking about apocalypses. What what apocalypse would you be comfortable living in? Well, I don't know that I'd be comfortable. Yeah, I but think that comfort you, level right, apoc- obviously. Yeah, Wait, like, are we the lord in the apocalypse? I, there's a you could get to a right. comfort level. Am, am I the guy in the hockey mask <laughs> with, the, with the little CB radio? Because that guy's doing all right. There is comfort, I guess, in an apocalypse, but you got to really cross some bounds to get there. <laughs> my big... Well, here's where... So, I always have to be concerned about my long-term chronic illnesses. Right. How am I getting insulin? How am I getting UC medicine? Again, we're, we, in this scenario, right, we're just going to assume that Alan is surviving. Okay. How, however, you want to be Demongo, Lord of the Roads, that's Alan. I think... Right. I, I am terrified of Mad Max. I don't want any Mad Max in my life. Um, as creepy as this is going to sound, I know you know this. Have you ever heard of the comic book Crossed? No. So it's a virus, and when you get it, you get like a wound on your face that's in the shape of a cross. It goes down your forehead and okay. under your eyes. So that's how you know the Crossed are around. And basically it makes you a complete fuck, kill, destroy machine. Okay. 
And early in the series, it looks like the crossed are completely mindless. But as time goes on, you start to realize they know everything they used to know. They're just bananas crazy. All impulse. All yeah, it's, it, it's it, just yeah. fuck, kill, destroy. Yeah. So they will go set off the nuclear reactor and like laugh hysterically while they're blowing up. Right. You know. So the thing about Cross, as horrifying as it is, there's always the idea that there are people who have banded together who are against people that have gone crazy. That to me, I don't know if that makes sense, but that to me is less scary than the dead coming back to life or like complete no justice Mad Max. It's like, we all know how we used to behave. Right. We can just build walls and protect ourselves from what's going on out there. Right, but like no robot apocalypse. Like the Matrix happens... Right, you're hooked up to the machines, or like you're outside. You the know, machine the Matrix ain't that fucking bad. If I you're mean, in the Matrix, you're fine. You're taking a nap. You don't <laughs> know what's happening. <laughs> you're living life. You're married with kids. You got a dog. You're I mean, a, that's still a nuclear apocalypse. Sleeping in goo. You don't know what's up. You're fine. Yeah, you have no idea that you're not in the Matrix when you're in the Matrix. Okay, like but even you're out, fine. But, okay, you're outside of the Matrix itself. You're living in Zion, right? Yeah, but now I'm a freedom fighter, and that just sounds exhausting. It does <laughs> preach. I, I don't uh. want to devote myself to being the guy. Dude, I used to do comedy. I have a comedian brain. I'm not helping people. Yeah, but that just makes you like the funny guy on the ship. We're not the the, one. Right, yeah, you're not the one, but you're the guy who's watching Neo fly through the Matrix, and you're like, boy, those are some fast fingers or some stupid bullshit, and then everyone kind of pauses. They sort of laugh because that's the only humor left in existence, and then they move on with their day. I literally got a job that way one time. I worked at Blockbuster movies when I was I don't Five? Know, say 17 like, that, yeah. or something <laughs> 16. I'm older than my baby face looks um, but I got hired there because I used to go in and give shit to the uh, uh, store manager all the time and then I was like oh I need a summer job and he went I'll hire you just for comic relief all you're gonna do is work on the shifts I work and just make me laugh and I was like okay right and delete my friends uh, late fees which I then realized they track um <laughs> But uh, it was they're, they're tracking so like, him to this day. In this dystopian world, I love that there's still that idea of you could just be hired because you're funny exists. You right. amuse me, stick around. I, I like the notion now, like post-apocalyptic future, crawling through the rubbles of like New York, bomb blasts everywhere, some guy getting hunted down, Hunter takes a shot in his leg. Pulls the mask off and goes, "You old blockbuster five <laughs> <laughs> And then like whips across his face, and, you know, he's got real chapped lips and hard lines around his eyes. <laughs> Just checking off people's late fees <laughs> right behind Columbia House pulls right up. Like, also, and you owe us for those CDs. He talks like this. Right. You old blockbuster. Fifteen ninety nine <laughs> for like something really simple, like Tootsie Gus the amusement park. I have a friend. He claims he's he's a bit of an exaggerator, but he claims that he was filling out an application. He was like seventeen, and uh, he didn't want to be there. He didn't want to fill out the application. So one of the questions was something to the effect of like, "What brings you to apply for such and such?" And he wrote destiny. <laughs> and he said that when the guy got it, the guy came around the corner and said, I would hire you right now just because of that. He said, but there was like some technicality. They found out later he had to be 18. It was something like that. Right. That was the reason why he didn't get hired. But that the was manager was hilarious. like, because you wrote that, I want you here. As a manager, I, I hired somebody purely based on their resume because uh, I was the assistant manager at the time. My manager handed me a resume. Like, what do you think about this one? And all it said at the top, his name was Jesus Arambula, is his name. Uh, But he didn't put his last name on the resume. So literally all it said was Jesus. And I was like, (laughs) are you going to be the guy who Yeah, I feel like this is a test. Uh, So we're probably hiring him because 
what if? <laughs> right. What if? We like, didn't know. We do know he's coming back. Right. So do I want to be that guy? Accept right. me into your into your heart and into your office. Right. I was like, I didn't. I saw no last name. I was like, well, he's got a job. Uh, good job for him. I mean, look, Jesus said he would come back in like manner. Right. So. Beyond that, when you get into the rapture and stuff, that's really church specific. Some churches buy that. Some, but so like manner means he comes back down from the sky, he lands, and now he's like, well, I guess I got to get a job. <laughs> <laughs> he's, like, he's like, I don't have a, I don't have a like technical degree for carpentry. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I noticed it's been two thousand years since your last <laughs> job. Um, can oh, you sorry, tell me two thousand twenty years? Sorry, two thousand twenty years since your last job. Can you tell me why? Uh, <laughs> well, I've been sitting by the right hand of my father. <laughs> hey. Oh, so you still live at home with your dad? <laughs> okay. <real cute. laughs> I think we have a bit, boys. Real millennial. All right. You know, go ahead. The, I, I was gonna, I was just gonna say, there's um, there's only one thing that I ever have wanted to do in like an apocalypse movie, right? And every time I watch people, lots of raping. No, oh, that's murder. Really, really fucking specific to you, Alan. Uh, now, every time I see an apocalypse movie, you always see people. There's always a scene where like people are worshiping the old thing, right? It's always like, oh, we're worshiping this unexploded atom bomb. Or like, we're like, oh, these are statues of the minions and we think they're old deities or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. And they are. Right. Uh, But I always look at that scene and I'm like, I would love to shoot a movie where you have a bunch of people, right? The hero shows up and he's like, oh, I need to find out where the source of the water is, right? And they're like, oh, well, we shall ask our all-knowing oracle. And then they turn around and they go, hey, Google. (laughs) (laughs) I think I've seen before an apocalyptic story where they all worshipped, like, the Furby or something. Right. Right. I, I don't know where I saw that. I know I've seen that before. Yeah, well, because like people... In a prophecy, maybe? <laughs> Is that what you saw? <laughs> that it's going to happen now. <laughs> Alan's just going to like have this moment where he just starts stripping off, wraps a bat towel around himself. <laughs> <laughs> and thus the word of our Lord spoke. <laughs> Uh, all right, we're at uh, about 23 minutes. Uh, we're going to move right into one of our ongoing segments called Hey Rafiq. What's making you miserable this week? All right, so... <laughs> Jeff comes up like he's getting a grandpa story time. So this, the thing that has been making me miserable this week, I kind of mentioned it before you turn on the recording, but I, it's making me so annoyed that the, the rich fundamentally view us as so expendable. I thought you were going to reference this UFO thing. Oh, no. I'm getting to that. Let me me bring the story all the way around. He means rich aliens. He'll get there. No. Lizard people. (laughs) Well, the way I was going to go is because for the listener at home, uh, I went on a Tinder date uh, before the apocalypse. Mm -hmm. And when I came... Uh, out from the movies, there was this note clearly written by a crazy person mm. on the back of my car. It's like shorter than ma- than a manifesto. It's not a leaflet, but it's not like a pamphlet either. I mean, I'm like, looking at it. It's two. It's front and back with very small font. I would say that's right. an eight point or ten point font. That yes. is lower than regular font. Right. Like it, it's, there's plenty to cra- crazy to go around on that. Right. And so when I saw this, my first thing is like, man, I wish we had more mental health services <laughs> to help this poor person out. Right. Because I I don't go okay, believing in aliens makes you crazy. I go printing up literature and taping them to car windows while people are in a movie theater because there is a viral pandemic happening. I go, I think you're kind of crazy. Kind of? You are kind of. Yes, I am. So tell us a little Uh, (laughs) bit about this newfound information you've been given. So coming out, right, me and the date holding hands, you know, like, hey, let's go get drinks or whatever, right? On the back of my car is this that says, quote, destruction caused by UFOs. Already a bold statement yeah. because it doesn't lead into destruction caused by UFOs. It's not like there were 12 other pages taped there and they blew away. It's just letting you know, hey, this might be caused by UFOs. And this person goes into this whole thing 
by saying the following is based on a book, so not even their own words. Okay. Starting well, off. Well, that's how you know you can believe it. He's cited his source. It's been written twice now. This is two different people writing about this yeah. now. Uh, based on the UFO book, What on Earth is Happening, published in 1976 by Bantam Books, authored by John Weldon with Zorla Levitt. Right? Goes into this whole thing about uh, how some of us believe we've been contacted by UFOs and what the literature about that indicates, uh, where the major incidences have occurred, uh, like... Another major incident happened uh, on an Air Force base of a C-118 transport plane that was hit by an object. Plane was crashed, <laughs> killed, pilot, da 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 So what's, right? what's this person's overall point? This person's <laughs> overall point, when you get to... Oh, there's a back page. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah right? Uh, this person's overall point is that the virus that might be going around may be part of Closing comments on alien involvement in human affairs. Mm. Right? Simply by the unreasonable belief that researchers have that they've never seen a UFO before. Completely unreasonable. Right? Uh, Most of us ignore their involvement in human affairs, such as... Political hidden political agendas, such as political gay rights and abortion. Oh, no. Uh... Viral incidents, spiritual or financial profits, uh, and the promotion of UFOs as benevolent beings. What the fuck is a spiritual profit? I don't know. <laughs> I was wondering the same. I was so poor spiritually, and then I run. I won the spiritual lotto, and now I have spiritual profits. <laughs> I am going to sell spiritual scratch-offs to make financial <laughs> right. profits. You, you hit the jackpot, you get in the habit. Just sell them to this guy. And we, by the way, we all know it's a guy. We all know it's right, a yeah. guy. That's true. You never see like a crazy conspiracist that's like a woman. Like, right? Like, there's never like a hot chick going around being like... Well, is there ever a hot dude? Going yeah, around? that's very true. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, that would He's be a great... equally unfuckable. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, you'd never see, like, a beautiful person, like, a, a, like in the movies, being like, oh, man, I'd love to help you fight the aliens, because Wasn't I'm... Wasn't Gibson in some kind of crazy conspiracy movie where he was a crazy guy? Conspiracy theory? Yeah, yeah, I mean, yes. But in that movie, he was also proven to be right, so not crazy. Oh, good point. Vindicated. Good point. Attractive people get vindicated. (laughs) Crazy people never do. Sure. (laughs) My my whole point is, like, I saw this, right, on the back of my car, and I'm like, this person is so crazy, right? And then, it, for some reason, it just made me sad because I was like, you know, this person probably needs legitimate mental health. But, like, they're never going to get it, all right? Because we're not paying into, like, healthcare systems. We're not paying into infrastructure. Because even if you're not going to give this person, like, actual mental health, give him, like, a decent job where he's busy all the time and doesn't have the time to write this shit up. Oh, right. you know he's bringing the aliens with him into the job. He can't. He, he yeah. has printed at his job. Yeah. Yeah, but he, he, he goes from that weirdo that's taping them to cars to the guy who's like at the water cooler and you're like, oh yeah, man, you watched Game of Thrones last night? He's like, nah, man, the aliens are trying to get in my house. And you're like, all right, cool. So in last episode. <laughs> Fair enough. I don't know. It's just with everything going on, like especially with all the layoffs happening and shit like that, where it, like it's very clear that like the job where I work, they were struggling to, they were planning to stay open throughout this entire pandemic. Mm-hmm. It's just the press got so bad for them staying open because now I can't confirm or deny this, but supposedly somebody went to another portion of my job who had the COVID-19, got sick and died, and they still didn't close that portion of the job. Wow. Right? So people started pointing, being like, are you letting sick people into your building and potentially affecting hundreds of people and still staying open? And then my bosses were like, "Uh, we plan to close for two weeks or keep cleaning. Like... (laughs) Yeah, Not us. Yeah, it's a real hard time right now with that because it is that. 
people want to keep working and have money coming in, but at the same right. time, uh, on certain places, um, which, you know, when the jobs include gatherings of people type thing, it becomes, uh, by staying open, are you creating the health risk? Are, right. you, are you creating more So then it's or... a, it's that, I, you know, it's a no-win scenario on there. Yeah, but I, I'm saying, but like, I have the kind of job where, like, if the zombie apocalypse actually were happening, they would have been like, well, how many people are getting bit? Like, <laughs> Let's hear it out. Right. Hear it out. Like, okay, so Mr. McGillicuddy Look, is always a little toothy. We can keep right? the zombies out. If a zombie comes in, we will politely tell them <laughs> we're not welcome. Right. You know, and it's just so weird because the the entire time I'm looking at that situation, I, like, there's part of my brain that goes, like, this is just because somebody so far up the chain is getting paid, like, a couple million dollars a year. To make sure that this keeps on running. I heard a story today, and I have not fact-checked it at all, so let me say it like it's pure so facts. It's definitely right. So I pretty much, somebody read a headline and told it to me, so this is facts, is that, um, I don't know where misinformation comes from. Right. Uh, I don't understand those words. So apparently Hobby Lobby's staying open. Um, because the oh, owner, it? I know this. He- I read the headline. Who is worth like ten billion dollars or something, uh, and could afford to close and keep his employees paid for a little while. Uh, his wife has started a prayer chain, mm-hmm. and therefore everybody's safe. Right? So let's keep it open. But who is what essentials like? The headline I read. Like, I need to go to Hobby Lobby. The headline, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, well, you know what my hobby is? Getting sick. <laughs> the headline I read, again, just read the headline, didn't read the article, but the headline I read was that she had got a message from God. That well, she'd got an email. Had, and yeah, she got a message from God that no one at Hobby Lobby was going to get sick. So they're fine. They're, they're good. Right. They're fine. Uh, that I believe to be, let's call it irresponsible. <laughs> if any of that is a shred of truth, I feel like there's there's better. Now there are some good instances that are happening in this uh, dire apocalypse that's yeah leading to a dystopian uh, utopia. Let's hope um, <laughs> dystopian utopia. I feel like dystopian utopia is not used enough. I feel like right, there yeah. can be good at the end of all of this. Yeah, like we suspended like, constitutional rights, but. We got cancer to zero. So, right. See? Like, there could wonder, be pluses. Yeah, we just murdered everyone with cancer. But we still got it to zero. Hearing, hearing you say that about priorities in Hobby Lobby, it, I, maybe a month ago, I was at a party city. And I, you know, I was with my fiance, and she was getting the thing, whatever the fucking thing was. And I had this moment of looking around like, I can look at this store in two ways. I can look at it and, oh, isn't it awful that we use all these resources to have a giant store or I can go how fucking lucky are we right. <laughs> that we yeah. have a giant store and there's an entire aisle of just plastic stupid party spoons you know but I do think that this could be kind of an equalizer situation <laughs> right. where we start losing the hobby lobbies in the party cities and start like maybe stripping shit back down to right. some kind of reasonable like I mean, these are the things yeah. we definitely want Party you know, City's still open, though, right? Probably. <laughs> yeah, I mean... Because I mean, who's not having COVID parties right now? I do need to get some supplies when I leave here. Yeah. Captain America plates, yeah. a Mylar balloon. Mm-hmm. I only know one place to get them. Yeah. <laughs> Where the hell else are you going to go? Those are essentials. And all I do is wipe my ass with Mylar balloons <laughs> right. right now. They're cheaper and easier <laughs> to find. <laughs> my idiot-ass neighbors last night were having one of their idiot-ass, loud-ass parties with the whole family. Mm-hmm. And I, had, I got home late. I've been... I've been either at my place or at my fiance's, and that's it. You know, I maybe went and got something to eat one day, but I mean, but even mm-hmm. then, it was like I was looking around. Well, it's late, uh, you know, and I'm thinking about the type of food. Oh, it's probably fried, uh, you know. Um, <clears throat> like, what was my point? Oh, I come in late, and their party's going, and I gotta let the dog out. So literally, I just let him wander over there and <laughs> <to> go. <pee. laughs> Usually, I stay right by his side, but I just was like, you. I'm staying right here. You go pee and do whatever you got to do. Come back to me. It's I'm not going over there. It, I don't know. Like the, it's what you're talking about with the whole Hobby Lobby thing, where it's like, oh, he can afford to stay open, or he can afford to close down, then still pay his employees. And I look at that and I go, 
Like, nobody, like, I, I'm not saying we've hit that point, but, like, nobody's going, like, hey, by the way, before we get to that point, let's all go buy some torches and pitchforks <laughs> over at Home Depot, just in case we want to, I don't know, hold, like, an impromptu parade down to somebody's house and, you know, like, make our demands now, <laughs> you know. Because there are, like, uh, Disney closed, but Disney is paying all of its employees while they're closed. Which is A, they can, they're Disney, they have enough, Uh, but B, it's smart on them because when they reopen, they need all of those employees back because it's a massive operation. So instead of having to train new people and hire new people, it's you keep that staff. And when you are that big of a corporation, I think that's a very, and I don't know that they're getting paid 100%. The reality is I know some friends that are uh, restaurant, that are hotel managers and so on that, um, They've been uh, reduced down to 80% so they can keep their job and their salary, but it's a percentage, you know, off and they're working less and so on and that type of thing. But so there are, you know, and I get reality, Disney's probably an evil corporation at the end of the day. But there are corporations that are doing the right thing. Right. I'm just saying, like, if you are going to be the evil corporation in this moment, instead of pressing all the way down on somebody's <laughs> neck, maybe you can afford to just let yeah. it up a little bit, like a little bit, a bit. In his defense, Jesus emailed, so they're <laughs> right. fine. Yeah. Yeah. They're so, totally fine. They were going to be right. fine. He was like, by fine. the way, you hating gay rights? Uh, we're going to talk about that later. Yeah. That's not that's a follow-up email. Yeah. But... Put a pin in it. We're going to come back to that. But in the meantime, you're going to make it through the apocalypse. You're fine. I never said that shit. All four of the Gospels never said anything about it, guys. Uh, wouldn't it be hilarious if he just hated figs the whole time? No. Like, he's growing up, and he's like, I don't want to eat figs again. And somebody heard, what? He hates figs? All right, that's... He and did curse that fig tree one time. See? And then from then on, my people have suffered. Okay? Yeah. It's true. Oh, it yeah. is true. Translating's hard. <laughs> <laughs> Words are hard. Uh, my fiance got an uh, email very similar to what... It was like one of those things where a friend of hers found it, took a picture of it, and sent it to her. But it was like this completely insane... It, it like started almost normal. Like things that are probably true about like... China had this information for X amount of time, blah, blah, blah. And then it just starts making these super wild accusations with, like, absolutely no evidence whatsoever. It's like, you're going to hear about all these celebrities who have COVID, but they aren't really sick. They're actually being arrested because it's a huge child pornography. Uh, Uh, What the fuck? Like, Tom Hanks... We took a twist. One of the sentences was... Tom Hanks is being held for pedophilia or something like that. But then the very next sentence, or maybe even a run-on sentence, the very next thing it said was, he's in a hotel in Australia and refuses to leave. So is he being held? (laughs) Or is he in a hotel in Australia? (laughs) What are you talking about? Well, obviously the aliens are protecting him. That's that's right. part of that's part yeah. of their pact with the aliens. Do they fuel their ships via <laughs> child molestation? Is that the problem? I feel like that's probably the most sound reasoning I've ever heard of anything uh, in my it's life. It's kind of like a Monsters Incorporated yes. thing yeah. where yeah. every time you molest uh, a kid, they it just it fills up a tube. They're yeah. gonna feel so silly when they realize laughter works better. Uh, oh my god, watch the movie, Aliens. You guys are gonna be embarrassed. Egg on your I, face. I like the idea of like. Of oh, like, I just realized what I said. Right. Go ahead. <laughs> I, I like the idea of like all those anal probes now are not because they're trying to figure out is because they just keep on thinking huge size humans are just giant size <laughs> big child, big child, <laughs> <field shift. Right. laughs> It's like, oh my goodness, this child's like six foot that's, two. Like, that's horribly hilarious. Um, we'll be running fun. for weeks. <laughs> that's great. I did in fun conspiracy news, uh, my, and I'll get some of these facts wrong because that's. What I do. <laughs> oh, really? Facts, and, conspiracy and, news, and facts. You're gonna get cares? some of them wrong. <laughs> but there was so apparently he was telling me that there's a. I don't know if you've read this or heard this. There's a Dean Koontz book out there, okay, no, written right. in like 1993, let's say. Again, facts. Who cares? <laughs> right. And so in it, though, I forget the name of the book. Obviously, I'll make it up. It's called Animal House. That's not it. Um, uh-huh. And. 
he there's a there's a, a virus in there called the Hunan 400, and it's the 400th strain that they developed in China in an R&D facility. Okay. And it got unleashed in the world, or it will be in the book unleashed in the world in 2020. Oh God! All in the book, and then it will go away as quick as it came, and then be back in three years, and then go away again as quick as it came. So the good news is <laughs> That's right. we're going through it again, yeah, people. Right. This is a dry run. Um, well, hopefully we'll be prepared next time. But right. very weird that I mean, there. So he told me that, and I said that's fascinating and much more terrifying than the fact that I heard the same day that the uh, protagonist entangled was uh, quarantined in her castle mm-hmm. in the kingdom of Corona. Uh oh. Oh, yeah. And I feel like that was also apropos, but his seemed a lot more scary than mine. (laughs) Uh, You know what's fucked up, though, is like conspiracy theorists are going, like, yeah, look at all this nonsense. And I'm like, uh, you guys heard the very real thing of white nationalists proposing to weaponize COVID on black communities, right? Because we're not talking about that, and I feel like that's a real world. Like you can, you can reach out and find these people. Like. But no, let's talk about how Tangled is much more. So that that poor guy at YouTube is like Tangled conspiracy go. Yeah, right. White nationalist. Oh my God, your manifesto! I can't watch this anymore. Why is there a penis gun in there? I don't know what's happening. I think I've said this on this podcast before, but for me, it's always. I'm with you until you can't answer why. Right. So, like, you you show me all the Illuminati imagery in Snow White. Okay, fine. Snow White is an Illuminati movie. Why? (laughs) (laughs) Why did they put all that Illuminati shit in there so you could fucking figure it out? What what was the end game? What did they get? From that, <laughs> I, I, I've always wanted to run a con that was just like, oh hey, I'm a member of the Illuminati, and I'm proposed to give you all of our secrets uh, in exchange for real world money. So uh, <laughs> if you would like to know who killed JFK, please just send me a hundred dollar check, and I will let you know who killed JFK. Did I ever tell you? I don't know if I said it on this podcast or if I ever said it to you. The time I ran into some Masons. No. This is some crazy shit. Yeah. This has really happened exactly the way. I used to go to this place called Cigar Castle. I lived right next door to it. It was my favorite bar. And there was a mason place, mason lodge, further up the road. So one night I'm in there. Oh, it's like down the block from here. Yeah. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. One night I'm in there chilling, and the place is like suddenly full of dudes wearing fezzes, right? White button-up shirts, fezzes. You felt ridiculous. I I felt ridiculous. You left yours at home. How dare you? Exactly. So, X amount of time goes by. I was still teaching at the time. I go there on a Sunday morning to drink a beer and grade papers. I'm sitting across. I'm outside. I'm sitting across from these guys. And I'm trying to figure out how I know them. Like, I fucking know that guy's face. And then I realize, oh, he's one of the Masons that was here the other day. So, at some point... For whatever reason, one of them was trying to come up with the name for that. What's that Mexican god? He starts with a Q, and I overheard it, and I just kind of went, what's a codal? And he was like, oh, yeah, thanks, man. And then I was like, all right, I'm not going to keep bothering them. That's obnoxious, right? So time goes by, they leave. One of them kind of staggers over to me, and he's doing that we're buddies drunk close talking. And he's like, hey, you ever watch any of those, like, Secrets of the Masons? And I'm like, no. He goes, well, you just heard all the secrets of the Masons. <laughs> and I said, you know what? Honestly, the only thing I heard, one of you told the other guy that if you ever get stuck in a sermon, just start saying amen. <laughs> and it, I swear to God, he laughed and he went, ah, no one will come after you for that. And just walked off. <laughs> no one will come after you for that. And fucked off. <laughs> I'm so fascinated in... What's the story that brought up the Mexican god right. Quizno? Uh, <laughs> the Mexican god Quizno. Quiznos. The, the Mexican god of submarine sandwiches. Uh, toasted submarine sandwiches, thank you. Um, what, where does that, first of all, 
the fact that you just had it. Uh, well, yeah. How does it just come up in conversation? What conversation is just like, oh, yeah. So anyway, remember how we were now, praying to this deity? Hold the fuck on. Thought about? Don't you hang out with comics. Right. In, in five minutes, something bizarre is going to come out of one of the, the three It people. always ends in a blowjob suggestion. Right. Now, mind you, were they talking about blowing the Mexican guy? <laughs> Possible Quasimodo, because that is... I have no idea what the name... What was the name? Quetzalcoatl. Still don't know it. Got it. All right. He's so. like a feathered serpent or something yeah. like that. Obviously. It, it basically, Obviously. Yeah. Obviously. And think of a Chinese dragon except wings and feathers. Yeah, got it. Got it. Yeah, so they, they you know, they were talking... Look, we were talking about Ghost Dog versus Ghost Dog. <laughs> so, so don't get all judgy. Don't get all judgy. That's all fair. That's all fair. <laughs> Weird, weird fun fact. My so I've always found this a little bit funny, just because it is a weird form of racism. But like my uncle is a Mason, but like for black Masons, they have their own separate lodge. Well, yeah. Called like Prince's Lodge. And so I go like, wait a minute. Secret masters of the universe, but you still can't overcome but racism. Still segregated. <laughs> yeah. You know, secret masters over certain parts. Right. <laughs> what they're allowed to be masters of. I, I'm just saying, someone out there is praying to Cthulhu, and meanwhile in the Prince's Lodge, they're praying to Black Cthulhu. Like that. <laughs> I was trying to think of a way to thug up the name Cthulhu, and I couldn't. I couldn't come up with anything good. Do we want to do this before we do the CD? Or? Uh, you know, it depends on uh, if you. You want people reaching their COVID hands into that box. <laughs> All right. We can do that. So, uh, Jeff, this is your first time on the podcast. Hopefully not the last. But we have been playing a little game. Uh, basically, I went on the website Wish. Time out. Is Wish a, a Japanese or a Chinese company? <laughs> it is a I'm Chinese company. I'm actually getting a little concerned now. <laughs> so this I don't want to fuck with this. <laughs> <laughs> We can go. Let's just all say we're going to put our hands in a box right. with shit that came from China. Is everyone okay with doing that? I mean, I'm okay with remembering not to touch my face afterwards all and right. washing my hands before I do it. All right. So, uh, around November, right, found I had an extra hundred bucks, right? Kept on seeing ads for the website Wish. Decided, you know what? Let's fuck with you, all right? So I got drunk and ordered a shit ton of things off of Wish, <laughs> and I have no idea what any of them are. Perfect. They have just been showing up to my house. Sometimes it's the item in the box, sometimes it's a completely different item, but regardless, uh, we've been playing a fun little game on the show called uh, What Is Your Wish? So, uh, Jeff Klein, if you want to reach inside here. I do want to qualify, on the side of this box that you have set up for said game, it says organic hummus. And if I reach in there, and it's just loose hummus Nothing, in there. there no, there's no, not no, a prank. There's no, no like, no, I'm going to no. be ecstatic. So here's, because here's, I love hummus. Here are, here are the rules. <laughs> you're going to reach in there. You're going to find a package. Rafika's been there. Get, yeah. <laughs> Who among us has <laughs> been there? Uh, Rafika's going to give you clues. Got it. If you guess what is in the package, you get to have it. Okay. Right? If you do not guess... You can choose to buy it for like no bucks. more than two bucks. Sure. Yeah. If you choose not to buy it, you have to open it and see what you did not receive. That all seems fair. That right. all seems fair. All right. All right. So I'm reaching in and I'm pulling out said package. Yes. Yep. Got it. Reaching into COVID, pulling out COVID. Yeah, lots <laughs> of reaching, COVID in there. Right. Excited. I got I'm a package here. I am sincerely uncomfortable with all of this. <laughs> all right. We're trying to limit it to one hand. Yeah. Yeah. Good call. There we go. All right. Alright, so You can reach around, feel with it uh, Whatever makes you comfortable <laughs> Reach around, fiddle with it I mean, I mean you're gonna in there. <laughs> this feels Are, we, are really you trying at this point? <laughs> so Alright, so it feels obvious to me Right Is it? Do, are they not obvious? Do, again do I, How many we, guesses do I get? We yeah. have opened, the last time we played this We opened an object that no one in the room Could identify what the fuck this right. thing was That's fair uh, yeah, We'll say you get three guesses I think well, you had we, so many clues or Yeah, we, well we've Let's been do doing clues. three clues okay. So uh, First clue uh, You can draw, uh, with me you can draw a conclusion Without me you may draw a blank yeah, so it feels like a pen, and that seems like a clue for a pen. All right. So I feel like I'm going with pen. 
Right? Is that is that your final answer? <laughs> now you have final answers. You said yeah, 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 I, I get three. You get I get three final yeah. answers. No, no, no. You're not I'm, using the word final correctly. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm just saying, if, if, if that's what you want to go with, we can open it right now and see. Let's hear clue case. number two. Clue number two. Uh, permanence is what I'm known for. Again, feels like a pen. Yeah. Now possibly a marker. Yeah. All right. That's what I'm going with. There's a delineation between the two in your mind. Uh, not, I mean, for a me, writing thing. Yeah. <laughs> if I just go generic. A writing implement. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you want third hit? Yeah. Uh, mightier than axe, bow, or shield. Okay, so it's a pen. Yeah. <laughs> I also vote pen. <laughs> so I'm going to go with pen. All right, so. All right, so now I open. Wait. wait. And now you release the COVID into the air <laughs> yes. via the package. Got it. Yep. Their gifts are horrible, but their packaging is fantastic. They really seal in the COVID. Yeah, well, you don't want to let that shit just get haphazardly. It is a pen. Is there anything special about this? So, my understanding is that this. Please be laser darts. Whoa! You say laser darts and he points it at you. Holy shit! I was very close! It's a knife! It's not a pen at all! Knife well, pen? I, it's, a, it's a knife pen. <laughs> oh, man. So funny how I bring up a penis knife earlier and I finish with a so pen knife. People <laughs> at home listening to this, the front of it is a pen with an ink ballpoint coming out. You unscrew the back and there's a goddamn knife. knife. <laughs> but it wasn't... Did you? Did you reveal it just by unscrewing it? You just pull. Okay, I yeah. thought it was because making, no. In I a thought pinch. it was retracted right. at first. Yeah, when you're writing your thesis, <laughs> right. and somebody disproves you, right. you need to cut a bitch quick. Right, right, right. You got So any type of uh, safety lock on this <laughs> would be ridiculous. <laughs> sure. Right. Because bitches I, need to die. I mean, <laughs> yes. It's Obviously. a knife. You can use it for all sorts of things: opening letters, you know, stabbing cutting bitches. right, cutting stabbing papers, bitches. stabbing bitches, <laughs> cutting them off. <laughs> I mean, options is what right. we're saying. You just need to be as flexible as that knife blade is, because I assume that is a very cheap knife. <laughs> Probably. So there we go, Jeff. That's your Fantastic. way. That's how we pay you for being. Right. It's fantastic. Um, Diseases and knives. I can kill myself when I get it. Thank you. I, well, we wanted to make sure that if you cut yourself, the COVID got directly in Beautiful. your Beautiful. Well thought out. Well thought out. <laughs> Well, in the time we have left, uh, you know, we've been having a good time here, and it's time for that to end. Um, I don't know how familiar you are with anything we do in this room, but uh, we have, I like to think of him as a mascot. He's a guy who's been with us since the beginning. Um, You could say he's our spiritual guru. He's he's this guy, and uh, I just want to watch your face fall and your spirit crumble. (laughs) (laughs) He has such a likable smile. He does. <laughs> and every single one of his wrinkles is located on either side of his eyes. He's yes. Just, he's, they're all centrally located. He's a very happy guy. Yes. He is, of course, Ed the Machine Regine, telling you 100 of the funniest jokes he's ever heard. Why don't you give that some bitch an open? I'm trying to go through this quickly because we, we spend a lot of time doing this. every. But we have to introduce this to everybody. You'll see. Uh, oh, my God. Yeah, there's 100 jokes. Uh, the vast majority of those are out of order. They will not <laughs> correspond with... We are pretty sure that number 25 was supposed to end the disc completely. Um, because it started with wacky music. And then on 25, there was wacky music. Right. So unless he's doing it on every 25th one... We have not listened to all these. We listen to these with our guests for the first time. Um I'm excited about it. You shouldn't be. Uh, any joy that you've experienced up to this point, just don't have any more. Because you won't. This is my new set list. I'm going to write jokes around all of these. <laughs> yes. right. So tell us what 42 is supposed to be. 42 is supposed to be uh, debutante. I think we already heard debutante. Maybe. We maybe So did. we, we kind of had a weird thing with Ed where like... He's been getting several of these right in a row. Yeah, but then he but, falls. It doesn't take the, long yeah. to fall right back off. All right, 42. And remember, to the people listening, we are broadcasting in the future. 
So the next episode will be back on number 30 or whatever it was. So 42, Deputant. A debutante arrives hey! at the wall and is met by her butler, Jeeves. And she says, Jeeves, please take off my dress. And Jeeves says, yes, madam. And the debutante says, Jeeves, please take off my bra. And Jeeves says, yes, madam. And the debutante says, Jeeves, take off my panties. And Jeeves says, yes, madam. And then the debutante says, now, Jeeves, he said, yes, madam. If I catch you wearing my clothes again, you're fired. Hey oh hey. I get it. I got it too. I get it. Yes. It sounded sexy as if <laughs> he was going to have sex with her. But it was because he was wearing the clothes. Right. Which I, I really have to kinda of fall on the plan of the worker here because how little <laughs> is he getting paid that he can't afford his own set of bra panties? <laughs> Fair point. Well, his pay got cut with COVID. COVID. <laughs> <laughs> he can't afford his own underwear anymore. Um, my favorite part about Ed the Machine Regime, other than that name, is uh, his dynamic ability to deliver a joke. Mm-hmm. Um, the levels in each bit I found so far of the one I've heard, <laughs> I think really... Layers. Yes, you buy into the excitement that he's selling. Uh, he sounds like if Hobby Lobby was a comic. Um, <laughs> that's what it would sound like. Right. I, I, I guarantee you that Jesus approves of this Just joke. that level right there. Oh, God. Somewhere between bored excitement <laughs> and dull thrill. And every single goddamn joke is... So this guy... Right. So this deputant, so this cab driver. I can't wait to hear soft boobs. Uh, which one is that? Spoiler alert! Is it's that thirty-two 43? coming up soon? Forty-three? Uh, no, thirty-two. Well, oh, oh when yeah, you yeah. go back and listen to that yeah. episode, yeah. yeah, I'm certain it's not about soft boobs. That actually <laughs> might be the one that went out blank. There, there was one that as we were uh, doing it, the sound cut out, and we don't know if it was because it got ripped wrong. Or if because Ed broke it up so bad, because we were we're not playing on the CD, we're playing on ripped files. Um, tell us forty three. Let's go ahead and just get this over with. Forty three is listen close to boss falls asleep. Boss falls. A boss and his secretary hey. go for two martini lunch and end up back at her place. After a while, did he give away the punchline? Oh, there it is. The boss wakes up and realizes he's very late, so he goes outside and he rubs dirt and grass all over his clothes. And as he's driving home, he feels guilty, and he decides to tell his wife the truth. He gets home, and his wife is standing there, and he says, Honey, I'm not going to lie to you. I went to lunch with my secretary. We had a couple of martinis, and we ended up having wild sex, and I'm really sorry. She took one look at him and said, You lying bastard, look at you. You've been golfing again. Ah, she's more upset about golf than cheating. What, that's what, what did, that joke's about. <laughs> so where did he fall asleep? He didn't even say earlier that they'd had sex. Yeah. Like, he the, just said that they they he had too many drinks and fell asleep. Right, yeah, unless we talked over the sex part. but like Which we could have, because it is an Ed joke. Right. But, like, that's... He really likes to stretch out the details that you know. <laughs> right. Boss and his secretary had too many martinis. Right. They were in the stemless martini. Yeah. Yeah. The one that you get from the, uh, you know, the yeah. Libel collection. Yeah. And then they had sex and fell asleep. So, <laughs> then sex and, fell asleep. and then he went home to his wife on 32 Chestnut yeah. Road. He was going uh, a few miles over the hour, but, you know, it was fine. She's 5'8". That's seven at best. <laughs> she has some makeup on that day. And then He's got a nice house. Recently purchased, financed, a 30-year mortgage. It's very nice. He's the Steinbeck of telling <laughs> jokes. We get it, the details. The well, worst part, though, Steinbeck actually has a purpose for those details. I hate and every Steinbeck book because it's all way too many details. I don't need to like, hear the lineage of the canoe. Like, Just tell me it's a fucking canoe. Let's move on. John Steinbeck and I do not get along. Is he Catcher in the Rye? Who's Steinbeck? Uh, uh, an American author? I don't know what he's doing. <laughs> I, I, hate, I, I hate his I, books. I, I, okay. I think it is Catch-22 in Catch-22. Catch-22. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, as usual, we're on a down note because we just listened to Ed. <laughs> right. And thanks, Ed. And thanks, Ed. It's been an hour. Uh, I'm about to piss my pants. So I think, I think we're good to go. Uh, gentlemen, 
Don't get COVID. Right. All right. Is there any social media where we can find you at, Jeff? Uh, yeah, best way is just find me on Instagram, that Jeff is funny. Uh, I'm on Twitter and I do it horribly. I have dozens of followers, though. Be one of those. <laughs> and then I have a YouTube channel, but that's going to be changed over to that Jeff is funny soon. So find me on those. On Instagram, you see a bunch of pictures of my cats and dogs. What else do you want to see on the Oh, day? and I am going to release this one either tonight or tomorrow. All Perfect. Things. So if you have something you can promote, hit us. Immediately. Uh, the end of the world. The I'm end of the world. Yeah. Right. What am I talking about? I'll be doing a tight five at the end of the world. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what I... Oh, my <laughs> goodness. You just made me realize, how shitty is that apocalypse going to be? The rapture's happening. The earth's opening up. Satan's coming out. You're just going to see dozens upon dozens of comics just trying to do their tight five <laughs> all at the same time. It's going to be amazing. It's like, well, we're all dying anyway. And these and, are all the jokes I always wanted to say but never could. Ed the Machine Regime's going to be crushing it. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's the only person over the age of 65 who's immune to COVID. <laughs> <laughs> This old dog goes to heaven. <laughs> oh, yes. Fall back. Yes. That's the best way to end it. All right. That was it, boys. Thanks for coming. Everybody be safe. Don't get COVID. It's all about this. It's all about this. <laughs>